You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for Christian women who are ready to write their first book, and then more, so they can lead their readers into spiritual freedom while leading their own families into financial freedom. My name is Nika Maples, and this is episode 114, Know Your Strengths. Today's episode is another flashback into the Nika Maples vault. I found eight videos that I created in 2014. And in those videos, I was teaching lessons from my experience of reading the one-year Bible. The thing that I find fascinating about these videos is that I didn't think they were very good at the time. And so after creating eight videos, I just quit. I gave up. But in finding those videos, I have found a treasure because it turns out there were some really powerful insights in the lessons that I was teaching at the time. And I wanted to share them with a whole new audience today because eight years ago, I didn't have very many people following me or listening to my lessons. But now I've got hundreds and thousands of people that listen to this podcast. So re-releasing this audio of the videos is like breathing life into it and letting new listeners become acquainted with the lessons that I can teach from the Bible. You may not use the one-year Bible when you read the Word, but it still will have incredible impact and meaning when you see the way that the Lord draws important lessons and insights from a simple daily habit of reading the Bible. And I hope the overarching lesson that you take away is that Whatever you're creating right now, you might be creating it for a very small audience and you may be tempted to give up and you may think that the lessons you're teaching and the content you're sharing isn't very good. But years from now, you're going to go back and look and say, wow, I really had a lot of courage to put it out there. And it was powerful content, powerful information, powerful insights. And it's because the Holy Spirit fuels what we do. A lot of times he also puts blinders on our eyes so we don't think it's very good. And I'm thankful for that because he's protecting us from pride. What if you did think, oh, wow, everything I put out there is really good. The chances are it would stop being as effective because you wouldn't be humble. So when you do feel that second guessing of, is this really even any different from anything else that is out there? Or is this really even touching people's hearts? Take it as a sign that you are just surrendering the outcome to the Lord. I always tell my clients, obedience is our territory. The outcome is God's territory. Stay where you belong. We belong in obedience. So we need to stay there and trust that he's going to use every seed we plant. Every single seed we plant is going to bring a harvest. So these seeds that I planted in 2014 are going to bring a harvest. I believe it. And they are for release right now. I didn't know that then, but now I know it. They were for this now moment, not then. So trust that nothing is wasted and content that you've created years ago can be repurposed and revitalized and brought to a new audience at any time. This week's lesson is on knowing your strength. And the concept that I teach in this lesson is one I still believe powerfully today, that the enemy really takes great effort to pervert and distort 
our spiritual gifts and our callings from the Lord. So he doesn't have to bring something totally out of the realm of possibility to tempt you with. He tempts you with the very thing that God has given you as a, as a place of skill and a place of impact. So whatever your place of skill and impact, that's probably going to be the area that God meant for your strength and the enemy means for your weakness. But the beautiful thing is that God's power is perfectly shown in your weakness. So it's a (laughs) win-win. If you are operating in your strength, then God's power is shown. And if you're operating in your weakness, God's power is still going to be shown because you are submitted to him. So listen to this blast from the past and enjoy. Every summer in North Texas, it gets hot. The ground dries out and leaves our front yards brown or the foundations of our homes cracking. All we want is a little bit of water. And last week it rained, but it rained too much all at one time. And there were flash floods. And then now, mosquito pools everywhere. We went from longing for rain to wanting the rain to go away. The right kind of rain can be refreshing. The wrong kind of rain can be damaging. That's what I thought of this week when we were reading through the One Year Bible, the New Living Translation, and this week's reading assignment. Proverbs 18.4 stood out to me. A person's words can be life-giving water. Words of true wisdom are as refreshing as a bubbling brook. We all know the power of words and how the right kind of words can be refreshing and the wrong kind of words can just be damaging. And I was thinking about this when I realized one of my strengths is words. I I can use words easily and quickly when I'm writing or even when I'm speaking. I can communicate anything on my heart and mind. And words are one of my favorite things to play around with and to use. But it just so happens that my weakness also happens to be words. Last week, I said the wrong thing at the wrong time in the wrong way, and I hurt someone. And all I could think about after I'd thrown that boomerang word was not only did I knock out the person that I was aiming toward, also it came back around and knocked me out by the end of the day. All I could see was that face. All I could hear was my own voice and the way I had said what I'd said. My downfall always happens to be words, the very thing that God gave me to be a vehicle of ministry here on this earth. So from this verse, I'm drawing a little more than just what's there. I'm drawing a whole lesson about strengths and weaknesses because I think it's something we all can be um, reminded of right now is that our strengths are so often our weaknesses. This is because the enemy wants to commandeer your vehicle of ministry. The very thing that God gave you to navigate the kingdom is the thing that the enemy wants to use to derail you. Think of it this way. Um, Somebody who's very good at words can often use words to manipulate a situation to get their own way because they can think of that argument and, and, and construct that argument so well and so, so flawlessly that there's almost no way to refute it. Well, that would be using your strength in the wrong way. Or if you think about um, how somebody who has the gift of discernment and being able to really 
um, tell to judge between what is good and, and what is not good for a certain situation can tend toward judgmentalism as well. And that would be using their strength in such a way that it becomes their weakness. Um, also, you see that people who have the gift of mercy show love and compassion to the right people at the right time, and it is highly effective for building someone up. But then also sometimes people who have the gift of mercy find themselves in relationships they never should have started. And that's because in a moment, the enemy turns their strength into a weakness by causing compassion to turn into passion when that person with mercy was not even expecting it. And so also I, another example, I think, of um, a time when someone in the Bible found their strength turning to a weakness would be the story of Mary and Martha. Martha clearly had the gift of hospitality. They wouldn't even be having a nice dinner if it hadn't been for her and her skill and ability to pull everyone together and to provide an environment. However, in one moment, she's focused on presentation or on process rather than on presence. And her strength took a turn. So the two, the two truths I want to draw from this week's scripture, uh, which seems to be about a refreshing water and how words are so important, I, I'm taking my own weakness and my own strength to illustrate for you something that may encourage you. Number one, protect your strength. Protect it. Don't just assume that because it's a strength, it's going to stay a strength and you don't have to watch for temptation there. Actually, that's the very place you should be guarding against temptation more than any other place because you know that that's the area that the enemy doesn't want you to have any success. He doesn't want you to become all you could be in that area because that's what God gave you for success on this earth and to do what he wants you to do here, the great task that he's prepared in advance for you. So protect your strength. But then also, if you are the type of person that would think right now, Nika, I don't even know what my strength is. I've looked and looked and I can't find it, that one thing that I'm really, that I feel confident about or that I feel that, that I'm being used in that way. To you, I would say, look at your weakness because it could be that all along the enemy knew what your strength was, even if you didn't. And that's where he's been um, tempting you or derailing you most of your life. So if you don't know your strength, look at your weakness and ask yourself, could this be an area that could turn into back into a strength with God's help? Think about your strengths and your weaknesses and your vehicle of ministry this week and, and ask God for help in determining what that happens to be because he gave everyone a strength. He gave everyone a gift and it's our job to protect it and to use it well. So if you are up on your Bible reading, then keep going. And if you're behind, then hey, begin again with me this week. I hope you gained encouragement from that lesson that even our weaknesses can point to our strengths. So if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know what my strengths are, let the Lord show you what your strengths are. Even if he shows you by showing your, your weaknesses first. The verse that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, that God's 
power is made perfect in weakness is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. God says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, Paul says, I boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest on me. Are we boasting in our weaknesses because we are glad that there's an area of our lives that God's power can be shown? Most of us just think our weaknesses are something to hide. I believe that God is going to show himself in your in your life no matter what. Your strengths are a win and your weaknesses are a win. And isn't it like God to bring a win-win? Did you know that you may be missing a way to increase the blessing in your life? If you aren't regularly speaking life over yourself out loud, then your harvest is not what it could be. God has given power to our words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. That's what Proverbs 18.21 says. So if you are intentionally blessing your writing career, then you are missing out. Let me be someone who can be a little mentor in your text messages to bring a weekly biblical blessing that you can say out loud to bless your writing career and yourself. I've got the perfect tool for you. It's called Truth Texts for Writers. And every week I send a biblically based life producing statement. It's just one quick text each week that can provide nourishment and water on the seeds that you've planted in your writing career. All you have to do to start receiving these weekly texts is go to my website, nikamaples.com forward slash truth texts.